Welcome to Faith and Fitness. I'm Kristen Osborne, a fitness coach and writer at FitFierceFight.com. I'm here to provide inspiration, motivation, and information about fitness, nutrition, faith, and spirituality with some reading, writing, business, and other randomness thrown in for flavor. So let's get started. My four-year wedding anniversary is today. Four years of marriage and over eight years of our relationship as a whole. Wikipedia says that the newlywed period can last up to four years, so it's officially over with this anniversary. I haven't considered myself a newlywed in a couple years, though, because I've had to choose to love my husband several times over. Commitment isn't magic. It isn't being so infatuated with someone that nothing else in the world matters. That's what the movies tell us. That's what those wonderful novels tell us. Because other things do matter. Other people matter. Life outside of your marriage matters. Commitment to my husband is a repetitive choice to return home even when I'm boiling mad at him to love him when he's just so annoying, to respect him when I disagree, to push him when I know he needs it, to support him in everything, and to surprise him by occasionally putting my coffee cups in the dishwasher instead of leaving them everywhere. Commitment is realizing that you've made mistakes, sometimes big ones, in how you've prioritized your relationship and how you've treated him and how you've reacted or responded to some issue. You learn from that mistake. You tighten your ponytail and you make the choice to be committed and present in your marriage to do better. And we struggle with commitment in other places other than our human relationships. A little over five years ago, I committed myself to a healthier lifestyle. I started running and working out and paying attention to what I ate. I knew I needed to lose weight, not just for vanity, but for health. Much like a young married person, I may not have known exactly what that meant when I jumped into it. I counted calories like one single calorie was going to somehow make me skinnier, seeing how low I could get, thinking that 100-calorie packs of Cheez-Its and frozen diet dinners were good food choices. My heart was in the right place. I was trying, which is what matters when you are talking about commitment of any sort. The important part is that I was committed to learning about health, adjusting as I go, and doing my best to implement the knowledge and experience that I gained along the way. I've learned a lot in those past five years about my health. I approach a healthy lifestyle completely differently than what I thought it meant, and I'm still learning. Food and humans aside, we also struggle with commitment in our relationship with Christ, and that relationship is perfect. He is, in every sense, the perfect spouse. He loves us unconditionally while still pushing and challenging us to be the best version of ourselves, the true creations he made us to be. He knows what he made, and he wants us to be that creation. 
but he knows that we are going to fail. He can see it ahead, and he's ready to catch us when we fall. Commitment to any of these, marriage, health, God, cannot be a commitment to perfection. It's not going to work. We can never attain that, and if you try to, you're just going to become so discouraged that you're going to quit trying. You've probably done that in some relationships with humans, maybe your relationship with God. I know I've definitely done it in my relationship with healthy living. When we are committed to the things that matter, we have to be committed to repetitive choice, to constant learning, and to seeking knowledge and wisdom and discernment in those areas. In her book, The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst, which I totally recommend this book. It's amazing. She writes, Knowledge is wisdom that comes from acquiring truth. Insight is wisdom that comes from living out the truth we acquire. And discernment is wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit's reminders of that knowledge and insight. This correlates with much of the first several chapters of Proverbs. I wanted to write this down in my journaling Bible, and I chose to write it down in Proverbs 4, um, right next to Proverbs 4, 7, which says, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, and whatever you get, get insight. And I love how she talks about learning and acquiring truth, because it is a process. That Proverbs verse talks about the beginning of wisdom because it's not something you attain and then that's it. Much like we cannot say, I do, on our marriage day and that's it. That's not how it works. You have to say, I do, over and over and over. Every day. If you continue to read in Proverbs, you'll see how the author describes wisdom as a path to follow as something to be gained over time. It's a skill to be learned and practiced. Wisdom, commitment, is not something you can just decide to have. It's not something we're going to exercise perfectly from day one. Our faith with God is not something that we are just going to attain. We can't just be reborn again, believe, and then have it be perfect from there. It's a repetitive choice that I believe over and over and over. I choose him over and over. We're going to fall off the wagon in any area we commit to. We're sinful. We're imperfect. We're locked in a battle that we are destined to lose on our own. The good news is we're not on our own. God understands that he created imperfect creatures. He loves us because of that. And he sends the Holy Spirit to be with us in our battles. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God... All things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 26 through 28. 
commitment is a battle. Even the Apostle Paul battled for it. He wrote in 2 Timothy, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So we fight. We fight for our relationships with other humans. We fight for our marriages. We fight for healthy lifestyles. We fight for our faith. And I fight for my marriage every day. On my fourth anniversary, I choose again to love him over and over. I fight for my health. I strive for the balance of a sustainable lifestyle with mostly good choices and enough treats to keep my sanity. I fight for my faith. In a world where so many want to tell me what my relationship with Christ is supposed to look like, what a good Christian does in this election season, who a good Christian votes for, the struggle is to focus on God and only God. I struggle to listen to his voice and not the clamoring human noise. I struggle to see myself as he sees me and to be what he made me to be. These are winding paths, and they're full of opportunities for growing in wisdom and for learning what commitment really means. And I choose to keep walking. I am committed to walking my path. I choose this again and again and again. Thanks for listening to Faith and Fitness. Subscribe to keep the new podcast coming straight to you. And leave a review to tell me what you liked and what you'd like to hear next. I love to connect with people, so please make your way over to my website at fitfiercefight.com or find me on pretty much any social media outlet. See you next week.